This is the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. We help you grow your faith as you grow your business. And now, your host, Jesse Cole. Welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jesse Cole. Thank you for joining us today. I'm excited for you, your family, and your business. I'm also excited about what God is doing to you, through you, for you, and in you. On today's show, we're having a conversation with the CEO of Passion, Purpose, Power. Her name is Barbara Bankston, and she is helping women show up in the marketplace, in their life, in their purpose, in their power, in who God has called them to be. We have a great conversation about her background and what brought her to this point, her family, some of the tragedy that she's gone through that has actually helped to shape how she is showing up in the marketplace. We're also going to talk about her conferences and a big project that she's working on to help women be more confident in who they are, be who God has called them to be. And I'm excited about this. I'm excited to share this conversation with you. All right, here we go. Barbara Brankston, CEO of Passion, Purpose, Power here on the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. Pastor Barr, welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about passion, purpose, power today, something mm-hmm. that's near and dear to your heart, something that you've been working on for a long time, and God has just really been expanding your territory around that, that topic and that movement. Mm-hmm. So talk more about what passion, purpose, power is, and where did, where did it come from? So um, Passion, Purpose, Power is a women's ministry. Well, I focus primarily on women, and it's about empowering women to walk in um, the fullness of what God has ordained for them to walk in. That would include um, acknowledging your passion, identifying your purpose. It's amazing how many people don't even know their purpose, and then being able to walk in the power. We try to walk in the power of something we don't even, you know, we're not even purpose for. And so um, it came from a place of me losing a child. Um, I, I gave birth to a baby girl in 2000. 2011 um, and I lost her um, a few hours after being born and um, that was something that stayed with me that pain stayed with me for a long time every year around that time I would just go into a great depression a great time of crying and so um, one year um, Holy Spirit was like no we're going to change your mourning to gladness and give you beauty for ashes. And so um, that was the year I spent a whole year in consecration and prayer, um, pulled together a team and they went into prayer with me. That next year we physically birthed out Passion, Purpose, Power by way of a conference at first. And um, we've been empowering, um, bringing women to wholeness, deliverance, um, Throughout the years, we've just uh, elevated it each year to different things. Um, Since the pandemic, we've been fortunate enough to do stuff all year round instead of just as a conference. It started as a conference, but now it's a whole ministry that we just walk in ministry with um, and empower women. Yeah. Now, I know firsthand what it feels like to try to birth a vision. You know, God Mm -hmm. gives you something, whether through Mm -hmm. prayer or whatever, and he puts it in your heart and tells you to go do it. And then there's a birthing process. It's not just, hey, go do it and it's going mm-hmm. to be successful. And, hey, everybody's going to come. Like there's a process where you like, God, did you really call me to do this? Mm-hmm. Or are these really the people I'm supposed to work with? Or are these people, I'm, am I assigned to this kind of person? And right. so you go through all of these different um, beliefs, the limiting beliefs that are trying to keep you from yes. being successful. So talk about some of that for, for you. Like when, once God gave it to you and you put it out there, what kind of challenges did you go through in order to get to where you are now? 
Um, some of the challenges was, uh, you know, I, I'm quiet. Not, I'm not quiet. I'm a behind the scenes person. So having to move up to the forefront and really push the vision, mm -hmm. having to really walk in leadership, that place of not just pushing someone else's vision, because I've served in so many capacities behind the scenes. So when it came that time for me to be out front, I was like, oh my goodness. And then making sure that the people trusted what I was giving, right? And so um, that was probably my biggest my biggest challenge, but it's not a challenge anymore. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely one of my biggest challenges just, um, and then the fear for me too, because as a for me there was times when I had second guess, like God, are you sure? You know, you especially you know when especially when you're doing things like seminars, conferences, and where you're putting money out, you're like, okay, God, are you sure? <laughs> and so God would always show his, you know, he would show his not only his hand, but for me when I would see people, when I when he would show me what would happen and I would see it manifest. I would say, okay, this was God. I heard God. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. I know oftentimes when we, we have a result in our head mm -hmm. and God's result is much bigger than mm -hmm. our result, um, I understand what it feels like to put conferences on. I've done it, you know, several times. And oftentimes it's not profitable. No. Like financially. But the transformation that happens is profitable. Mm -hmm. Like you see God working, like you said. So talk about some of the... Um, the feedback you've gotten from your clients, from the people that are engaging with you, mm -hmm. what kind of transformation are you seeing in their lives? So, um, so when I, I, I have people who wait on the conference, right? Like they will, when I didn't do it one year, it was funny. So the pandemic was, I didn't know that the pandemic was coming, right? God didn't tell me the pandemic was coming, but he told me no conference. And I was like, I came back to my team. I said, well, y'all, I just can't get an answer from God. God said no conference. And they were like, Okay, and everybody was like, "Are you sure you hearing from God?" I'm like, I, "He hasn't given me anything because I get every detail. I know every person that should be there. I make sure that I'm really intentional about that." He said, "No conference," and um, then the pandemic hit. I was like, "I thank you, God, because I would have lost a whole lot of money, you know, or had money tied up in areas where I wouldn't have been able to get it out." And so, um, yeah, so I think it's so very important to just listen to the heartbeat of God and know hear what he is saying because if you don't listen to him and and I know that's tough for some people because some people don't feel like they don't know God and that's why I identify with purpose right because once you get in the vein of purpose and understanding why you were created and what you're supposed to do no matter how that changes that purpose will stay the same like I used to work with youth now I work with women. the purpose in which God would have me working the work is always the same it's just who my client might be yeah. may be different so here recently it's crazy um so it had, it's this is really crazy. I had two prophets prophesy something to me. One was like several years ago. And they said, oh, I see you on media and, and TV. And I was like, huh. And then in August, I literally had another one. I said, man, these, they crazy. Let me just shelf this, right? And so this girl had, um, this young lady, Mashiba, not this girl, this young lady, Mashiba, she invited me to come on her show as a relationship guru, right? And I started doing it, and now I became a regular on her show. And from there, I have had several couples. Those have been my major clients, which is very odd for me. <laughs> and I said, God, here you go. You know what you're doing, and here it's... So, and the feedback has been amazing. I had one couple tell me that... And five years of them getting counseling, I did in two hours what they could not get done in five years. Um, I had another couple, the husband's like, I said no, but I'm glad I said yes. I'm glad I finally said yes. I was not expecting this. And so 
it feels good when people get it, you know, and I still counsel like one on, I do coaching, not counseling, coaching. I always counsel my married couples when I'm marrying them, but there's, um, I do coaching with, um, women and coaching with, and so it's to hear people say their lives are changed or you know how it is. You're a coach. So when you give them the strategy and the technique and they listen and they follow it and then they get the results, you say yes. And it makes you want to feed them more. It makes you want to yes. do it more. Like, okay, they get it. They get and it. You want to continue to pour into pour. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm at a point now in my business where I don't, like, all money ain't good money. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you can pay. If you're not going to do the work, it don't make no difference. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. So talk about your conferences, right? How many have you done so far? I have done six. Okay. Are they different themes every year? Every year is, so we've done, now you catch me because I probably <laughs> won't remember everything, but we've done um, an intimate encounter. We've done unmasking. We're going to do unmasking again this year. We did unmasking and the, um, the different... Uh, the last, the, the last time I did the conference, it was unmasking, but I brought men in and that was the first time that I brought men in. And I was strategic because as women, our identity is in the father or by the father. The father should be the one that shapes, helped to shape our identity and our identity is in the heavenly father. So it made sense for men to come in. Sometimes we need that affirmation from a man. And so just for them to come in and minister the word from that vein, and so that's kind of how I did it that time. But this time we're going to do something a little different, um, but it'll be unmasking again. So we've done unmasking. We've done just passion, purpose, power. Um, we've done, um, and I've been doing the exchange. So the father, I, I feel like um, God had just led me, okay, you're not doing conferences, but do the exchange. And so for the last year, I've been doing um, the exchange, which isn't the conference, but is just an exchange and each one is different. So the vision that he gave me, I just follow it to the T. You're not preaching every time. It's not going to be preaching every time. It's going to be worship. It's going to be the creatives coming in. It's going to be prayer. So it's going to be multiple veins of me, uh, not me personally, but of him. And so those have been absolutely yeah. amazing. Talk about the unmasking theme mm -hmm. and the purpose behind that and talk about the exchange theme because they, they, they sound like two different they things. They are two totally different things. Yeah. So the unmasking is um, we put layers on. Mm -hmm. We put layers on and we put layers on because I have to be a wife. You have to be a father. You have to be a coach. You have to be a son. There's so many things about you too. You, be, you put on so many layers that you don't even recognize yourself. <laughs> You'll look in the mirror and say, who is this? Like, uh, do I like... Um, my wife told me I like steak, but do I really like steak? No, I prefer a hot dog, mm -hmm. but she keep forcing me to eat the salad or, you know what I'm saying? But this is what I really I like. I need salad though. I know you I need do. salad, but I'm just using that as an example of we begin to get to a place where yeah. my favorite color is her favorite color. Not because that's my favorite color, but I've been with her for so long yeah. that my identity yeah. is lost. Yeah. Who I am and what God has created me to be is, is gone. Yeah. I don't know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I've become a product of my gains, my losses, my successes, my failures, and somewhere in between all of that is me, right? And you don't know who you are. And so the, um, the importance of unmasking is because we hide behind shame. We hide behind guilt. You know, we hide behind loss. Um, we hide behind love. We, we, uh, we hide behind our faith. There's things that we literally become crutches in our life that it, it, we have no, God is like, who are you? I need, I need you. I need your heart. I need, I can't even heal the places inside of you that are broken because they're so covered up and they're so layered up that you won't even acknowledge it. And so that's the purpose of unmasking. The exchange is just coming in and just laying at his feet, right? Um, it's always about 
laying at his feet. It's always about coming to the altar in some capacity, whether it be worship. What, the last one we're doing is prayer. He said exchange at the altar. And so it's a time of repentance. It's a time of prayer. It's a time of intercession. Um, I believe that's just the heartbeat of God in yeah. the church, in the body of Christ as a whole. But very specifically for us, um, I do a Bible study um, and our Bible study for eight weeks has been, I've done them all year. And so the Bible study for this eight weeks, and it's crazy because I felt like God just strategically set it up for the exchange, was all on intercession. The power, it was, we were studying the women of the Bible, so we studied the prophetess, um, Anna, who was the widow, and we studied her life and just how her life aligned to the purpose of God. And it was all about intercession. It was all, all about being the bridge for uh, and, uh, the bridge for the people between people, the people and God. And so we're excited to go into this last exchange and then right into the new year into um, the unmasking. Yeah. I like those two concepts because the, the unmasking part you're talking about, you're talking about all these different layers. And God was telling me, I'm calling you from roles and responsibilities and into platforms, right? Mm -hmm. And so like you said, you're a mother, I'm a father, mm -hmm. I'm a, all these different things that we do, these roles that we play. And when, when we put ourselves in these boxes, God can only, he can, he can only do so much. But when we see our life as his platform mm -hmm. to get his message out, right. right, then the results are exponential. Like there's mm -hmm. only, only God knows what we can do, right? right. And so like seeing our total life mm -hmm. as his platform. So I'm not just a father, a husband, a coach. I'm like, I'm like okay, God, what kind of coach do you want me to be? Right. What kind of father do I need to be to my children? What kind of mm -hmm. husband do I need to be to my wife? Mm -hmm. And so the possibilities are endless. I, re I, really, I really love that. And that whole exchange piece, I love that too, um, because you know, real leaders, as you know, it's not about what we can get from people, mm -hmm. it's what we can get to people. Right. And when we land at that altar, that's like us saying, God, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. And I can, you can, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to give me. In this moment, yeah. I'm, willing, I'm willing to give you what I got. Yeah. You know, it's like the widow, he said, what do you have? Mm -hmm. And you just give what you have, no matter how little it is. Just give me what you have and see what I can do with it. Yeah. And it's that same concept. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you everything. I'm going to lay at this altar and I'm going to lay here shame, um, whatever, shameless. I'm just going to lay here naked and I'm just going to let you do. And I'm going to give you everything because what God has for us is greater than what we have for him anyway, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, but I, all he asks is just give me you, right? Yeah. Just give me you, give me who wow. you are and just, and let me work with that, so. I love how you're, you're walking this out. It's not just a concept that God gave you and you don't have any battle scars. Like you got, you got the battle scars, right? And so you, and, 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 and you, have, you have a well of experience. Mm -hmm. And so people can actually trust mm -hmm. the wisdom that you're teaching because I didn't, I didn't walk this thing out. Man. I don't walk this thing out. Yeah, yeah. I don't been around this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can share and I can tell you exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Cheryl, how can people get in contact with you? I want them to engage with your message and engage with you more. So where can people find you and your work? Um, so you can find me on social media. Mm -hmm. um, on Facebook, I am Barbara Bankston. And then on um, Instagram, I am Barb Bankston. And I have a, a website coming soon. I am actually, you know, I have struggled with, do I want to do a website and do I not want to do a website? Do I want to do a website? But because I have a mandate to finish that book, you know, the book that I talked to you about maybe years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, and it's funny because God was like, I'm not giving you nothing new until you do what I told you mm -hmm. to do. So you, it's do or die, baby. Because yeah. I don't have nothing else for you yeah. until you do what I've already done. Yeah. So um, I've, yeah. I've been writing. And that's how the unmasking for this, because the book is Unmasking a Journey to Wholeness. Okay. 
And so that's how the, un, it's like, do the unmasking again, because yeah. you didn't do what you needed. You know, you're going to do what you, it's yeah. almost like God is saying, you're going to, shaking, you're going to do what yeah. I told you to do. Yeah. yeah. You have to, you have to, you know, God has given it to you. Mm-hmm. You have a message to share. Mm-hmm. You know who it's for. Mm-hmm. You know you qualified and you know the transformation. Mm-hmm. What's, what's stopping you from getting it out there? So I really hope that you get that message oh, out there and make I sure and once you do, I'll make sure that we put it out there. Yeah. That's where we know how. Mm-hmm. So how would you, lastly, what would you say to a young woman mm-hmm. that um, was in, in the same place that you were in a few years ago? You know, you were trying to figure it all out. You, you know, you, you knew, you know who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, you just wasn't, you didn't step out there like you needed to. Um, identity. And, and validation was mm-hmm. you know, probably keeping you from, from doing that. What would you say to her? Um, I get asked this question a lot, right, in different forms. And so um, one of the things that I tell people is I have developed a strong and intense prayer life. Mm. I've in de- developed a strong and intense prayer life does not include me talking most of the time. Mm. And I think that's where we go wrong. We go to God and we cry out and we, and God has said, I had plenty of answers. You just got up too fast. You didn't give me a chance. And so I, I always tell the young, so I would say to the young lady that um, allow God to place the right people in your life because you need divine connections. You need mentorship. Um, I would tell them to seek out help, not just wait for help to come to mm-hmm. them. Um, I would tell them to posture their heart for prayer. Yeah. And, the, and with prayer, I n- never start a prayer talking. My prayers always start in silence. So whether I'm laying in my bed, on my face, on my knees, I don't open my mouth until I feel a release to open my mouth. And then I pray. And then when I'm done praying, I go in silence again and I wait. Um, to see if God is going to answer. And so I would say spend some time in his presence um, and take baby steps. Don't feel like you have to spend an hour there. Mm-hmm. Spend 10 minutes and make it, quali- it's, make it quality time and, mm-hmm. and spend time because your purpose is in God and we can have all the plans in the world, but it's only his purpose is going to be the real success for you. That's what he's going to back. He's going to back what he created you to be. Yeah, I'm hearing rhythm, like your relationship rhythm. With, with the father is it is, is it is it always you know what is your what is your rhythm with him so i love worship yeah. so i am truly a worshiper mm-hmm. like i'll i'll have and when i say worship i mean like with by way of music so this is usually because worship is a lifestyle so it's not just music so my rhythm with him um, usually it's in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's and it's throughout the day. You know what I'm saying. I develop a relationship where I kind of talk to God. I don't have a. a um, I do get up and talk to God. I'm intentional about my prayer time, but I also will talk to God anytime throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I just talk to Him like I'm talking to Jesse, Coach Jesse, the Father Jesse. I just had this conversation mm-hmm. like, and sometimes I, you know, I'll just sit and I'll be like, okay, God. And I don't say anything, so I don't have to have a posture of just on my knees, mm-hmm. right? I've developed a relationship with him where I can just speak to him, yeah. and 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 that's kind of 
that's kind of my, my rhythm. And so I worship a lot because that's who I am. You can find me singing and can't sing. I really can't <laughs> sing, but you will always find me singing and you'll see, hear me singing the wrong words because I, he, I can make up my own song to him mm, because song of that's, the Lord. that's how I am. <laughs> and so those are the things that are like, I love to worship and, um, and, and, and prayer, prayer, those, and and it's, and so I don't look at it as just prayer. I look at it as I'm just talking to my father, right? And then there's times when I have to go intentionally into an intense prayer. But I talk all day long. Let's, I need to chop it up. Sometimes I'd be sitting there at my work. I'd be like, now you know these people about to send me over. Now I get one more email. God, you better work something through these airways because I work from home. You better work something through these airways. You know, this is I literally have conversations like that all all the time. Yeah. So I don't just have to be in a posture of prayer. I make it that I'm okay with just talking to God. Yeah. Well, I, I thank you for being on the show today, um, sharing more about, you know, passion, purpose, power. I want to say it right. Everybody passion, mix up the purpose. two words. Yeah, passion, purpose, power. That's, um, that's some good stuff right there. Thank you for sharing your experience with us, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, what it looks like to have a rhythm mm-hmm. with God. Um, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to get some transformation from our conversation. Uh-huh. Um, and I look forward to, you know, seeing what God's going to do through you and for you. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. You can support the podcast by subscribing, downloading your favorite episode, and sharing the podcast via social media. Don't forget to visit KingdomMogulCoaching.com to find more resources to help you grow your faith as you grow your business. Remember, what you want to become depends on your willingness to become it.